0: Hello and welcome to Senior Beat. My name is uh, Tom Frazier and today sitting in for Christine Beattie, the director of the Madison Senior Center, is Laura Hunt, who is the program coordinator Mm -hmm. at the Madison Senior Center. So welcome, Laura. Thank you. Happy to be here. Would you like to... uh, introduce
1: our guests sure today from Madison Metro we have Mick Roosh who is the marketing and customer service manager at uh, Madison Metro and we have Nancy Sen who is the paratransit manager welcome
2: thank Thank you thank you
3: you.
0: so tell us what you do
2: well I um, it
0: relates to older people
2: (laughs) (laughs) well um, I'm in charge of the group that helps uh, people get around on the buses we um, handle the customer service center which is uh, something if folks want to uh, plan their trip on our fixed route buses, which I think is a great way to get around for seniors. I mean, just first and foremost, it's only a dollar to ride. We have lots of stops downtown, one almost every block. And uh, nowadays it's really easy to uh, plan your trip. You can go on, actually if you're into using your uh, smartphone, you can go on Google Maps on your phone, plan your trip. And if that isn't something that you're interested in, you can call um, our group at uh, 266-4466 and we would be glad to uh, help you figure out how to ride the bus. Okay.
0: So, when you say fixed route, what do yes. you mean? Tell me what you mean those, by that.
2: Those are the main buses that you see going through the downtown area. Those are the large forty-foot buses. They're uh, they're white, white and blue, and those are the buses that you can board at any time. You don't have to uh, schedule your trip. You just, if you want to go, you can get on. Uh, it's a dollar. Like I said, it's a dollar to ride. Otherwise, you can get a. A pass that allows you to ride throughout the, throughout the month, and you don't even have to pay. Is it a dollar for everybody, or a dollar for mm-hmm. people who is a dollar for seniors, folks that are uh, sixty-two and over, sixty-two and over, or show a Medicare card, or a Medicare. Is
1: that how, yeah. like the bus driver knows they show a Medicare card?
2: Yep. If, if they show the Medicare card, they can ride for that fare. Otherwise, if you'd like to. Uh, you can come to our office and get a uh, eligibility card, and you just come fill it out, show us an eligibility card or show us your uh, or excuse me show us your uh, driver 's license to prove age, and we 'll give you a card that you can um, show the bus driver to show you 're eligible for that fare
0: okay so and it only costs a buck
2: only costs a buck
0: and you can it 's not just downtown correct you can it's ride it
2: throughout the city. Throughout. We head up to uh, middleton uh, Fitchburg we are uh, starting to go to, we go to Easttown. Uh, over to the new facility at UW um, Health at the American Center. Mm-hmm. We go throughout the uh, Madison and surrounding area, so we cover a lot of ground.
1: Can you transfer for that one dollar?
2: Yes, you can. So when you get on, uh, ask your driver for a transfer and they will pop up a, a little uh, ticket from the uh, fare box and then you can use that transfer to board another bus for two hours.
0: Okay, and th- And this is at all times, not just during certain times.
2: Correct. It's all times. We uh, run okay. service on weekdays from around uh, six in the morning until about eleven thirty at night, and on a week uh, weekends, uh, it's a little shorter span, about seven thirty to ten thirty or so. But um, uh, we're running okay. t- uh, all week long.
0: All week. Yeah. So this sounds like a, a pretty good deal. It Every is a good deal. Is, yeah. There's no eligibility except. Being 62 or have a Medicare right. card.
2: Well, of course, we welcome people of all ages, but for that yeah, cheaper, right, yeah. Right, for, for the, the cheaper, for cheaper rate. This, yeah. For this
0: good, good rate. Yep. Well, well, do a lot of seniors use it?
2: They do, and we're actually seeing more um, seniors that are interested, They find it easy. Because uh, you know planning the trip is uh, it's kind of daunting for some folks. We have lots of uh, schedule pages and this booklet that we have. We have uh, had more and more seniors that are actually planning their trip uh, using Google Maps and using phone apps. And if yeah. that's something people are interested in, we'd be glad to uh, show folks how to do that. We've done training sessions on that. Oh, so if yeah. they wanted to call us and set something up, we'd be glad to come out and show people how to do it, either um, if they want to come to us on an individual basis, otherwise we'd be glad to come out, uh, do a training session to show people how to do that.
1: Well, what if I have a hard time navigating stairs?
2: Um, our buses actually are, are uh, built to handle that type of okay. thing, so they when they come, they can, you can ask the driver if he's not mm-hmm. already doing it. that The bus is actually kneel, and so it gets they it closer kneel. to the ground so that you don't have to step as far to you get into the vehicle. That? What, what, how does a bus kneel? It's really nice. It's on this hydraulics, and it just oh, makes yeah. this beeping sound. It just kind of dips towards the curb, and then a ramp wow. comes out, and then you just walk straight on. <laughs> and all of yeah. our buses do that it's really a neat feature
0: i didn't know that yeah <laughs> okay. no, i didn't either
2: and then just to also help you orient it, orient yourself downtown mm-hmm. um the buses also um announce the bus stops so that you know where you are it announces That's the nice. the streets as you're going past it, so then you kind of get a bearing on where you are so that it just kind of takes some of the uh you know, it's it's uh, kind of you can get some apprehension riding, and do I need to get off here? Do I need to leave here? I mean, that kind of helps you orient yourself, and you can always ask your driver. They're also more than willing to help you out and figure that kind of thing out.
0: Oh, great!
3: And for if if that isn't enough for you, on mm-hmm. the fixed route service, there is the paratransit program, and it really serves as a safety net for individuals with disabilities who can't use that service, that fixed route service. So it's meant to be comparable to what is offered on fixed routes, so the, the days and hours of service are approximately the same and the service area is the same. And just like on a bus, you um, can use it for any trip purpose. No one asks you when you get on the bus, are you taking a, trip, a medical trip? You just take it for any trip and the same thing is the case for paratransit rides as well.
0: So what is the difference then? What-
3: the difference is that uh, the paratransit service is a shared ride service, but it's demand responsive, meaning that you can schedule a ride today for tomorrow. Okay. So you get next day service, you do have to schedule your rides in advance, and the vehicles come to your location. Okay. We're not on a fixed route. The way the buses okay. are, so it's so more
1: like a taxi. It picks you a up a little bit, like as far as picking up at your home,
3: right? Right. At at your destination, mm-hmm. it's a little different than a taxi because you you will be sharing the ride with other individuals. Okay. But otherwise, it's it's uh, quite comparable to the fixed route service, and again, it it really um, is meant for those who, because of their disability, can't use the fixed route service. So because of that there's an eligibility process. Okay. And and that eligibility um, really takes into account your functional ability to get to and from a bus, to, to um, navigate the bus system once you're on board, to identify where your stop is, um, to read signs, and to be able to get, get on that bus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a little different, and so, The uh, eligibility determination process is done through an application and an in-person assessment. And when we have that in-person assessment, we spend some time with the applicant going over what their mobility needs are. And we also take a look at other resources that might be available. Mm -hmm. For example, we may make a referral for travel training and that is where um, personnel will come out and orient someone to using the bus. Is
1: Uh, that like that bus buddy
3: program? Yes. Okay. Yes, so that's a real nice feature for people. Um, We also uh, keep in mind uh, some of the needs of, of our passengers and sometimes a group ride service works really well for individuals, for example, uh, they want to do shopping and so there's a, a service that goes out on a regular schedule to do shopping or to go to nutrition sites that might be of yeah, interest yeah. to your, mm-hmm. your folks. Um, and and it, so it becomes a specialized service that they can use in addition to the fixed route and in addition to the paratransit service.
1: Do the paratransit services cost the same as the fixed routes?
3: uh they're they're a bit higher the the rates are uh three dollars and 25 cents per ride Uh, but it is a a reasonable cost when you consider that it's Mm door-to-door service
0: and is that 325 to say the nutrition site and then 325 back home for
3: for if you were using a group ride service uh, that I believe is one dollar. It's a different service, okay. um, but we make referrals to that because there are people who can benefit from yeah, that kind like of that. a regular But for group just ride. an
0: individual who say wants to get to a doctor's appointment yeah. or something,
3: it's three twenty-five each yeah. way. One way, or each one way, way. Yeah. one way. Each
0: way, yep. so it costs mm-hmm. you six fifty to right. get there. And obviously, it is r- round trip unless they don't want it, but. I would say most people would need to get right, home, too. Right, right. <laughs> um, and yeah. all of that
3: scheduling is done through our customer service center, all the oh, scheduling yeah. of rides. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And how do people get eligible?
3: Well, there's an application you said process. an application. That's how it begins. And do they
0: get that in your
3: office? Yeah. Or?
2: You can print it online at mymetrobus.com, other, and then you can um, you know that out bring it with you otherwise is there one available at the assessment itself?
3: Um, yeah there have been occasions when um, people have forgotten their application so we have them fill it out right there but really it's it's a matter of scheduling an appointment with us to do that in-person assessment. Okay.
1: What if I don't have a computer you said oh, print it yeah, out online. I'm sorry so. yep
2: yeah, uh, thank you uh, just call it mm-hmm. you can call us we'd be glad to mail you one too okay. and just give us a call say you'd like an application and while you're uh, you know, at it set up the in-person assessment, that's, that person can uh, do both for you. They can mail you one in and hook you up with an, an assessment.
1: And what is that phone number again?
2: 608-266-4466. Yeah. Okay. And the paratransit is not
0: like the 62 and 65. It's for people who are disabled, regardless of age. Correct, and, Correct.
3: and, and the eligibility is based on your disability preventing you from using the fixed route service. Okay. So there so are uh, individuals that do have disabilities yeah. that can still make full sure. use of fixed mm-hmm.
0: route service. Sure. Mm-hmm. But okay. I'm thinking of an older person that's a bit, say, extremely frail, mm-hmm. uh, who might have difficulty with the fixed route. Mm-hmm. So they might qualify. They might. You, you would do it. Too. For
3: example, if if they're were, were unsteady in their balance and gait, that may be a factor in getting to and mm-hmm. from a bus stop or even being on board a bus. So yeah, okay. that could could okay. be a reason that they would be eligible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds really good because I think one of the transportation is such a big a issue big, for big,
1: it's a really big issue for our mm-hmm. senior population. mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. well, if you, you have all these services, but if you can't get to them, they're gonna do too much good.
1: Are there other services or features of the using the bus system that our um, seniors would wanna know about? Things that would make it more convenient for them or big, you know, special features?
2: Um, there's also um, something, again this is the electronic part of it, but we also have uh, phone apps available that make it easier to ride the bus, bus where you can track your bus. One of the mm-hmm. one of the things that people um, are apprehensive about is, is my bus coming? So you can actually use these apps and you can see on the app that your bus is two minutes away, three minutes away, five minutes away, that kind of thing. And we'd also be glad to uh, come out show people the electronic versions. Otherwise, if people would like to do a training session, we can actually just show uh, people how to just ride the bus using our, our paper schedule information, or just just give a presentation on, on just how to ride the bus in general. We'd be glad to uh, help people uh, just figure it out. You could do a training
0: at the Senior that's, Center.
1: That's yeah. what I was just thinking. Yeah. Maybe we could have you come to the Senior sure. Center and we could talk about yeah. how to use a lot of our seniors. Now, do have the smartphones, but yep. many don't know how to use the apps.
2: Right, no, we'd be glad to do that. Uh, we've actually mm-hmm. done one of those uh, Already, and it was actually very well attended, and it was very—it uh, was really a great discussion, and I showed a lot of information on it, and uh, I find that stuff very fun. So I would love to come come out and uh, do those kind of trainings for people. All right.
0: Well, I think we should do everything possible to get the word out about this because yep. this sounds like two great services to help people get around, whether yep. they're okay. seniors or people with with disabilities. Disabilities and. Yeah.
1: Do it in an economical and independent way because independence is so important. Also,
0: okay.
2: yep. Yeah. All right. yeah mm-hmm. So, so the best way to get all that information, I'll just say the phone number again is give us a call at 608-266-4466. Otherwise, we have a lot of information on, available on our website too. It's at mymetrobus.com/seniors.
0: Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Well, Mick and Nancy, thank you so much for joining us today. And this is uh, great information. It is uh, wonderful information. uh, I'm sure Laura will be following up. I will definitely (laughs) be following up. Sure, that (laughs) sounds wonderful. Okay, thank Thank you very much. We'll be right back. welcome back to uh, senior bait I'm Tom Fraser and with me is Laura hunt the program coordinator at the Madison Senior Center and we have two more special guests Laura
1: all right we have with us today Larry Neeland okay. and Faye Farrington and they are going to talk to us about the LGBT senior Alliance and some of the programs
4: okay basically the um, the movement started back in the late 1990s when some people approached Christine Beatty the director of Senior Center about not having any programming for gays and lesbians and uh, they tried to look into some means of doing something and I think in the year 2001 they formed a few social dinners, uh, one or two a year and that continued on for about uh, eight or nine years to about 2009 at which point they felt there was a need to do more programming than just a social Mm -hmm. dinner once or twice a year and that's when we came into forming an a discussion group, gay and gray, and Thea was involved with that, so she can tell you more about that
5: um, yeah, that summer of o uh, eight I believe it was uh, Christine had a committee meeting with uh, involved uh, several community LGBT people, and the discussion group was an outgrowth of that and
1: uh, so the gay and gray is the name of the discussion group it
5: wasn 't at first <laughs> okay, it, but uh, after about a year, we decided to do some publicity and and uh, we decided to get fun, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where Gay and Great came from. Um, we meet twice a week. Have been meeting ever since then. Twice, a month. Twice a month. Or twice mm-hmm. a month mm-hmm. if, ever since then, and um, attendance varies anywhere from six to twelve, thirteen people. It's general discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's at senior center. Hmm? That's at the senior, that's the senior center. Senior? At the Madison yeah. Senior Center. Yeah. yeah.
1: And anybody can come to it, what are the age limits?
5: Um, 50,
1: 50,
5: give or take.
4: Okay. <laughs> There's no general restriction, anybody can come if they want to. Yeah. Okay.
5: Friends or allies or family, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, that really, uh, that takes us into actually 09 and we begin to, uh, try to expand into some other activities. We had a a folk music group that met a couple times a month. and uh, So with those two events, plus the socials continued. And that takes us probably through 2011 in the fall. And uh, Larry could maybe pick up with where we went from there.
4: That's when I got more involved and realizing that just having a dinner twice a year was not enough to keep a group together. Mm -hmm. We had to have more activities and so we started to add uh, some additional discussion groups like a spirituality or faith group and uh, we have tried recently but had some difficulty in getting a uh, LGBT history group going for Madison. There was a, uh, a lack of any information on LGBT history here in the city and no one had been t- making any efforts to try to record it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime then I also got involved with more organizational things and uh, created a website for the um, Alliance. We happened to get it lgbtseniors.org by chance. It was not taken it was by not anybody. Taken. Oh. So uh, it was really a nice thing. To Of course we get national in- inquiries because of that sometimes. <laughs> but uh, And then the newsletter became kind of a a vehicle to get information out to the community, and...
1: uh, uh, So how does um, LGBT Senior Alliance, what makes up that group, and how does a person get more information?
4: Okay, first of all, it's a joint venture between the Madison Senior Center, Downtown Senior Center, and Outreach, which is the LGBT Community Center. And uh, both organizations kind of uh, Equally provide resources for the group, which is our um, co-sponsor of the group, and uh, we try to balance off so that each organization contributes equally to mm-hmm. the activities. Uh, but we are not an entity in and of ourself. Then we're a joint program between the two groups. And uh, uh, I've been assuming that you're all volunteers. Isn't oh yeah, we're, we're we we actually are not. T- totally, in the sense that okay. um, um, about 2012, 2013, I think we applied to the city for a grant for advocacy, and uh, Carolyn Warner was hired as a part-time oh, yeah. mm-hmm. as a uh, advocate for LGBT seniors. So we uh, she has then since then expanded to include c- uh, grant from the county, right. and yeah. uh, is now half-time doing that. So we do have kind of one paid person who works with us. On the advocacy issues, where I concentrate more on the services and programs themselves.
5: I think it's worth mentioning that we have uh, been able uh, to enlarge upon the programming in the month or er, in the quarterly socials mm-hmm. so that we have uh, a great deal of variety. We have uh, uh, guest speakers who are prominent in the community, uh, who are allies, or who are LGBT. We have uh, music programs. Uh, we have uh, we had a uh, group from the uh, um, from outreach uh, presenting their written work, uh, poetry, etc. So we we, we have uh, we have a picnic now too in mm-hmm. July in Vitalis Park, which Larry set up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
1: well, what what is the next big social that's coming up? Ah,
5: April. 20, April 28th. Okay. And uh, we have a, a person representing the transgender community. She's a retired uh, uh, army officer, colonel. Uh, Sherry Swalski, and she will be speaking on what has transpired in her life as she tried to make this transition into and lighten others as to how life has been going in, in this way for her. Um, okay. um, we also, uh, we will have her as a speaker. We'll have uh, dinner that night. So.
0: Okay, so where and what time is the, the event again?
5: This is at the Senior Center. At the Senior Center. Yeah, and um, it would be at 5.30 for uh, socializing and dinner, and then uh, Sherry would speak at 6.30 for
4: about an hour. We ask a token amount of about $10 to help cover the cost of the food and things, but we don't necessarily insist on it so someone can't afford, Mm -hmm. they can still come. Mm -hmm. Do you, would you want people to register in advance or to let you know that they're coming? It's not necessary. Mm -hmm.
0: Not necessary? Mm
4: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I should also mention that b- because the website isn't accessible by all seniors, lot, some of them don't have access to the internet. We also went to a printed version of the internet in the form of a newsletter that goes out once a month. Mm-hmm. So all the pe- all the events that are happening that month, including events not sponsored by the Senior Alliance but might, which might be of interest to the uh, seniors, mm-hmm. are included in that newsletter. Uh, so how yeah, would yeah, somebody? Uh-huh. How would uh, oh. how would I find out about that? Uh, Easiest to do it through the internet, or you can contact either the outreach office or the senior center office to, uh, uh, to say, put me on, put, the put them on the main list, and they'll get a list. hold of me and add, add mm-hmm. them to the list. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So and do you have a number for
4: the outreach, uh, phone number? Outreach or? phone number is 608-255-8582. Mm-hmm. And I
1: think that's probably the best number for it them is. to call. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So repeat that one more time. Six six zero eight two five five eight five eight two.
1: And if they do have internet access, then they what's can go the to website that they can go to?
4: www.lgbtseniors.org. One word. Okay.
0: okay. Good. Yeah. So this event coming up five thirty at the Madison Senior Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, on
4: April the 28th. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 And then we will have, uh, as was mentioned earlier, we'll have a picnic in July, and then we're going to have a music group, which we normally have in, in the fall, September. Uh, this time it's going to be the Green Tones. The green Tones, yeah. Uh, but every fall is normally a music program with some somewhat well-known um, music lo- local uh, artist
5: who will come in and perform for us. Yeah. I think it's worth mentioning that uh, while we gradually form, f- formalized our effort uh, to, uh, to work together, outreach in the senior center, that um, we really were able to enlist other people in each organization mm-hmm. to help in Laura's. Uh, contributions have been uh, significant and, of course, Christine's as well, and mm-hmm. Steve, Steve, uh, Steve, Steve, Steve Starkey, <laughs> Steve Starkey, mm-hmm. the Executive Director of Outreach. Oh, right.
4: um, and we do have uh, a lot of uh, association with other gay groups in the city and uh, try to push as much as we can uh, advocacy for the seniors within mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah. Um, what What is the big need for advocacy for your group
0: you say you want to you, wanna, you try to do advocacy so what well what do you yeah. see
4: as the major problems that you're advocating uh, it's probably not much different than the problems that regular seniors have okay. except that in addition they have the problem of being gay and mm-hmm. a lot of times people when they retire uh, don't have a lot of social life to start with and end up going back into the closet and have no contacts if you're a, a gay man, for instance, you're not going to have children, very likely.
5: And so when you retire again, you have no family to support you.
1: So isolation is a big isolation.
5: issue. It is, and and I think it's worth mentioning too that uh, uh, we have uh, our gay and gray discussion group meets at the Senior Center as a statement, really, that uh, we're part of the clientele there and uh, and we enjoy the visibility Mm -hmm.
0: so So do you think uh, madison is is a good place to live um, as compared to some other places in terms of discrimination against
5: right.
4: it it generally is it's still rather expensive but uh, the culture of the city is more white collar more educated you don't have the prejudice you have with the more industrial or other types of cities, so uh, having a uh, environment like we have here in Madison is more open, there's very little gay bashing going on here, for instance. Mm-hmm.
1: So one of the things I was wondering, with um, both the um, a special event coming up in April and things like the discussion group, it, would that be something that might be appealing or beneficial to somebody who doesn't identify as LGBT?
5: Oh, i yeah, I think yeah. so. I, that would be part of our our way of inviting people to uh, gain some understanding of where we're coming from and mm-hmm. to try to convey to them that we, we're part of a community and uh, welcome discussion of mm-hmm. any issue, really.
4: Yeah, it's, and also I should point out that, like the history group, mm-hmm. we have a lot of young people who sometimes come to that group because they're interested in knowing about their... History uh, of the the gay culture here in Madison, and there's nowhere to
5: find it. There's
1: nowhere to find it. Uh,
5: well, the university is working on a um, an archiving, uh, yeah, uh, archival process relative to the
4: LGBT history here. Oh, okay. They've got some money um, that was left in a uh, grant, um, so they c- and were able to hire a librarian and then start developing it. Uh, but it's been kind of sad that. Madison's one of the few places that I know of that does not have a archive of LGBT history. Oh, Well, I mean, they're yeah. developing They're developing yeah. it, but they <coughs> yeah. do not currently have one, yeah. Hmm. So we'll be getting that, though, now? Yes, we with will this? be getting yeah, it. With this yes. grant and with... And we're working with them on it, so we're okay. kind of the yeah. public-facing part of that in some ways by um, presenting it to the public. Okay,
0: so a lot of good information? Well,
1: a lot of good information. Do you want to real quick, one more time, say that phone number where they can call to get more information about these events? Okay, it's at Outreach,
4: which is yeah. area code 608-255-8582. Okay, great. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much, Faye. Thank you, Larry, for thank being you. here today. we this is a very good informative good, program. Good discussion. And we hope your event in April is well attended.
5: We hope so. We're anticipating it will
0: be. Yeah, okay. Thanks again. And uh, again, we'll see you next month on Senior Beat.